brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. Good news, everyone! Rome has finally responded to the German bishop's schismatic act of deciding to unilaterally broaden ordination and institute a blessing of sin against the wishes of, the, of Rome. This is good news for everyone, I'm sure, so let's make sure today that we give this story the due coverage it deserves because we're about to learn that when Rome acts, there are no consequences of any kind, at least so far. I guess that's the thing about this story. It's not actually really good news. Rome has acted by having one of the most dislikable members of the Roman Curia speak up, a man who is on paper very probable to become the next pope and is a close ally to Francis. But unlike Francis, he has very little charisma, which is important in this case since the prelate in question is trying to convince the laity and the bishops of Germany to back off the diabolical path they openly call for the whole church to join them on. Our story comes to us by way of Cath.net, which is the more conservative of the German Catholic news outlets. The headline for the story reads, Cardinal Secretary of State Parolin, No local church can decide on the blessing of James Martin Couples. Cardinal Pietro Parolin isn't widely liked and is often lumped in with the likes of Cardinal Supich, Wurl, and the rest of the rotten American prelates when it comes to his flavor of modernism and his rather terrible ideas. He occupies a widely what is widely considered to be the most powerful office in Rome, after that of the papacy itself, and that's the office of the Secretary of State. Cardinal Perlin's name usually figures pretty high list on the list of potential future pontiffs if the idea of Francis II isn't immediately dismissed by the cardinals who will choose the next pope when that day inevitably arrives. Cardinal Perlin has told the German bishops that they cannot bless sin. He's told them that before to uh, no effect. From the article, quote, The Vatican has already expressed itself clearly and unequivocally on the question of the blessing of James Martin Parings. Cardinal Secretary of State Pietro Perlin explained this with a view to the decision of the German synodal path, according to which these couples would receive a church blessing in the future. The Vatican News reported, No local church can make a decision on questions that affect the d discipline of the world church, Parallel stated, in the question and answer session at a book presentation. As an aside, it's interesting that he called this a discipline, when this is much more than that. According to Parallel, the dialogue on these topics will be, quote, continued as part of the synodal path of the universal church, end quote. Ah, yes, Cardinal Parallel repeated the key Vatican line about the German schismatic way. The Vatican didn't tell them not to do this. The Vatican told them not to do this without the universal church as a whole and to bring it up in the synodal process and then submit to the church's final decisions on it. That's a very different thing to tell them than simply not to do it, to cease and desist. Now, the story isn't over yet, folks, especially since the bishops of Germany have unequivocally declared their intention to push forward, regardless of Rome's decision. This is the biggest story in the church today, and unfortunately, this isn't what Rome is focusing its energies on. Instead, Rome is focused on, the, on both the synod of synodality and on the perceived need to continue suppressing the tra traditional Catholicism in favor of their new religion and their new theology and their new ecclesiology. And there's a reason for that. Honestly, despite the theatrics of the story, Rome approves of the whole thing, even of the blessings of James Martin Couples. Why do I say that? How do we know that? 
because another bishops' conference announced last year the design setting for a mass for blessing these same people that looks a lot like the rite of marriage but isn't officially sacramental in nature. And Rome remained silent on it even when Francis himself was asked to his face in a private meeting by one of the bishops. And the Germans have noticed and are invoking the bishops of that country for their reasoning for ignoring Rome's attempt to rein them in. Headline from LifeSite. German bishop's head says these blessings will be implemented regardless of Vatican response. Bishop George Botzing said that the heretical blessings in question have already been implemented in Belgium and have even been agreed upon with Rome. And they have been agreed upon by Rome. So regardless of what some dubia published by Rome said in 2021 on the subject, or what Cardinal Parolin says now, Rome has already approved what the Flemish bishops in Belgium are doing. Now, Rome may backpedal on that, which wouldn't surprise me, and if they did, it, they'd say that the Synod of Synodality demanded that they backpedal. But all signs point to whatever bishops want to do this heinous thing are going to be able to do so with little to no resistance from Rome, other than maybe some theatrics. From the LifeSite article, quote, Bishop George Botzing, the head of the German Bishops' Conference, DBK, said, that they will implement blessings of these couples in question in Germany, regardless of what the Vatican says. Asked in an interview with German TV station ZDF if Botzing is sure that the Pope agrees with him about blessings of these unions, the German bishop replied, We will implement it here. We have worked very intensively on this, he continued. We have worked at four forums with dozens of people from the synodal path, with experts, and have created solid texts in which the arguments that lead to our decisions are presented in great detail and are happy to talk about it. But the practice will be changed. End quote. Botzing goes on to invoke the bishops from Belgium in their weird blessing that they were able to implement with Rome's blessing, and no pushback from Rome ever happened on that score. The Flemish bishops, those bishops from Belgium, are key to the German story, actually, at least the most recent turn in it. In an article at the heretical National Catholic Reporter, we learn that the Flemish bishops have officially been advising and observing the German synodal path. And even one of their bishops from Belgium addressed the German bishops just before that key tally was taken that decided the fate of this issue. In fact, his address may have been instrumental in this coming out the way that it did. Headline from the National Catholic Reporter. Germany's Catholic Church approves blessings for these couples. Is this a revolution? In theory, it could be argued to be a revolution in the church, but let's be honest with ourselves for a moment. If Rome is approving what the Flemish bishops did, and the German bishops are doing the same thing with the help of the Flemish bishops, then it's this isn't a revolution in the classic sense, but a subversion from within the church. Since a revolution implies that Forces from outside the structures of the church somehow managed to get power through one mechanism or another and ousted the existing power structure. If there actually ever was a revolution in the church, it happened either back in the 1950s or 60s or in 2013. Take your pick, but it was one of those. It's not this. But from the National Catholic Reporter article, quote, One man might be responsible for the win on these blessings, and he's not even German. Johann Vonny is Bishop of Antwerp in the Belgian region of Flanders. 
he was one of the official observers of the Synodal Assemblies in Frankfurt. At the final meeting, held March 9th through the 11th, he took to the podium and told the audience a very interesting story. Everything the Germans were fighting for, he said, he and his brothers in Flanders already had started to put in motion, with very little controversy or news headlines. Flanders has been allowing blessings of the kind in question since 2022, and not even the Pope or the Vatican has intervened, though they were informed, Bonnie said. Bonnie's story surely changed some minds at the Synodal Assembly and helped to garner the needed majorities. He, Bonnie, said the Flemish bishops went to the Vatican last autumn for their scheduled ad limina visit and presented the Pope with their idea. Is that your unanimous wish, Bonnie said, Francis asked. It was. The Pope neither condoned nor vetoed their idea. Bonnie said, so they began to implement these blessings in Flanders basically straight away. Just days before the Flemish bishops met with the Pope, the German bishops' conference also had their ad limina consultations with the Roman Curia. Even though these blessings were not reported as a topic of the meetings, the atmosphere must have been very frosty. According to texts later released by the Vatican, several cardinals essentially called for the suspension of the synodal path. The German bishops declined. Several of them later spoke of being talked to like, quote, little schoolboys, which they were not willing to accept. Bonnie, the Belgian bishop, mentioned this treatment during the assembly in Frankfurt. Perhaps the Vatican officials were a bit tired after the Germans, he joked, implying this may be a reason for the smaller resistance to the Flemish reform ideas, end quote. It's also worth noting here, that's not mentioned in the article, that after the German ad limina visits, Bishop Botzing and others said Francis was very receptive to their ideas. Ecclesial politics are pretty weird, to be honest, since we're not dealing with political parties in the normal sense. If that's what we were dealing with here, the Flemish and German bishops would be in the same party and probably of the same wing of the same party. But the two conferences of bishops were given vastly different treatment by Rome on this essential question and within days of each other. I suspect that's partially because the Flemish conference of bishops only has eight bishops in it and could be testing ground for this policy with few noticing, since it's a relatively small place with not a large amount of influence outside their own country. While Germany is the highest profile country in the modern church in Europe, and anything done in Germany causes waves that could be the cause of real headaches for the Roman Curia. That's my personal suspicion about all of this, that this is just politics. Rome wants to act, but wants to do it on their terms, and for whatever reason, the same policy was handled very differently by Rome, when two different countries were the focus within days of each other. Rome's different approaches to this don't make a lot of sense to me, but that's the reality of the situation. Curious, though, how do you expect this to play out? I've said before that I expect Francis to push the envelope and change the church's rules, but not to do it in a way as radical as the German bishops and what they've done, thus making himself look like a moderate. We'll get something that is radical, but not radical compared to the German push. We saw something similar with Amoris Laetitia and the Synod against the family, and we're seeing something similar play out here. So let me know what you think is going to happen in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, as does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.